0: Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network.
1: Welcome into the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren. We always dance to the intro music, regardless of the result, but tonight it feels a little extra nice to dance to the intro music because Real Salt Lake held on at home, came back from 1-0 down, and grabbed all three points against the Vancouver Whitecaps. A lovely free kick goal from Brian Vera, and then a fifth goal on this season for Justin Glad, our center back, to get all three points. Thrilled for this team, thrilled for the fans. It's been a tough few weeks for Real Salt Lake. We've been wondering if they'd be able to turn it around and hang on to a playoff spot. As you said at the end of the broadcast Spence they now leapfrog Vancouver in the standings. Coming into the game, fifth place for Vancouver, sixth place for Real Salt Lake. They will hop them now. and uh,
0: Level on points it with le- Houston.
1: Yeah, it feels, it feels much better today than it did on Wednesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was... An okay performance the first 45 minutes, maybe just uh, lacking a little bit of crispness and ingenuity, but second 45 minutes is hard to fault. These guys worked incredibly hard. Obviously, a, a such a fun free kick from Brian Vera to catch Takeoka, uh cheating. Uh, just took one step to his right, and he went near post. And then obviously a great work by Chicho and, and Diego Luna and then Andres Gomez. To float a left footed ball on this right hand on this left hand side towards the back post finding the forehead of a thumping uh, Justin had a got a bloody nose for his uh, for his troubles but gives RSL a 2- one lead RSL giving up a couple of big chances towards the end but really really good work from the back line and a real response to the Gauntlet that laid down by Pablo Mastrani in his post-game conference um, against FC Dallas on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, great response. Um, I expected this team to have a good response at some point to have this this victory. I just wasn't... Coming into tonight, I wasn't sure how I felt about it with Vancouver um, and the form that they've been in recently. It felt like, you know, Wednesday, their loss to Houston on the road. Again, many many road games for vancouver recently um houston a good team so it it felt pretty evenly matched throughout the game and i think we also like did a good job of keeping their heads not um succumbing to any pressures and playing the way that they wanted to play love that both of the center backs for ourselves were the goal scorers tonight um would Honestly, I would have loved a Danny Musovsky goal after everything um, over the last couple of weeks, but you know, I'm not going to be picky.
0: I, I don't care if they'd have gone from six inches out. I just yes. don't care off yes. the goalkeeper's backside. I just needed RSL to get all three points. Good value for it, I thought. Um, um, Vancouver were valiant opponents. They tried to work things out, particularly after they went 2-1 down. They didn't go into their shell. They kind of came out and, and forced the issue, pushed RSL back. But for once, we see RSL really do a good job communicating. Uh, The lines weren't stretched so much. Just one that bounced over the back line that caused some issues. And obviously a couple of opportunities from Beecher and Ryan Gould in the center of the penalty area that went wide um, to, to, you know, kind of put your heart in your mouth. Obviously the the penalty call, well, the non-penalty call right at the end, adding drama to a really hard-fought three points for Real Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> he. It, it sounded like the referee had blown the whistle for the game. Um, so, you know, everyone was celebrating. The teams had entered the field. But Ru- Ruined it, my outro. It really, yes, yes, yes. It really was for review of that uh, potential handball. That first view of the handball really felt like it was about to be a PK against Real Salt Lake. From behind the goal, it looked like it was Brian Vera's right hand, which is extended from his body. But from the front, you could clearly see that it came off of his – the. Elbow. Uh, his left side, his elbow. If it did hit his right hand, it had deflected off his body, which would not count um, toward a handball and a penalty. So whew, a little nerve-wracking there, those last couple of minutes. A nice yellow card uh, for Vancouver for impeding with the review, which uh, yes. when, once again, you guys, you, you can't You cannot go over there while the referee is reviewing. You will get a yellow card as, I can't remember who it was for the Galaxy.
0: Agakubi. Got uh, got a
1: second yellow and sent off for touching the referee while he was doing video review. Just, you know, think about it a little bit more. Anyway, Real Salt Lake with a 2-1 win. Send us your thoughts on the match at Lars underscore MM on the uh, formerly known as Twitter and on Instagram either place we want to hear from you we'll yes, have the post- yes we
0: do yeah we and, really and, do and, this- and, and are you relieved as much as I am right now oh, Just yes. kick back because when I saw initially saw the starting lineup it wasn't that it was a lack of quality but knowing that Marcelo wasn't there Ruiz isn't there Saverino wasn't there Musovski starting um, after just a couple of training sessions after uh, uh, his holdout I, I just wasn't sure That there was enough from rsl but they they proved me wrong and i will eat crow all day long
1: look most of the time most of the time i'm so sorry i just saw a saucy tweet we will get to it in a minute most of the time when we talk crap on real salt lake um they, they, the, those specific players. When <laughs> we talk crap on Real Salt Lake, when we aren't being super positive uh, about specific players, they prove us wrong. So I will take it. Um, if if that's what if that's what it takes, me looking a little stupid on the radio, I will I will All happily take that because I do that anyway. So. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. No, no. <laughs> fair play. Fair play. Um, Are we going to get to these tweets before break? Let's do it. Do we
1: want a response or do we want to hear from Jefferson Savarino?
0: Uh, I don't
2: know. Let's (laughs) let's go. Let's go.
1: Real Salt Lake tweeted in response to someone asking where Sovereigno was, saying, personal situation, he will be back in training on Monday. Initially, he responded tweeting question marks to Real Salt Lake, deleted it, and then retweeted it again and said, what personal situation, and tagged Real Salt Lake. Wow! So uh, some some sauce here between Jefferson Savarino and admin for RSL on Twitter. Do you want to get to tweets, or should we toss a break before the press conference?
0: No, no, let's do more tweets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not going to be as fun as that one.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just excited to hear from the fans. Though. Ooh,
1: okay. Let me let me let me load. Hold, actually. I know I have an Instagram from uh, from our friend of the program, Troy. Oh, man, Troy Overson. Overson. Always, always. Uh, he's very loyal to us, and we appreciate that, Troy. He said, good response from RSL. Goals by committee and defense really stepped up. Relying solely on set pieces isn't ideal, but this is a good first step in course correction.
0: Make the most of your set pieces. Yes. Make the most of your set pieces, and I feel like RSL did a really good job tonight. I thought some of the uh, short corner routines were actually good for once. I hate them usually, oh. uh, but I, I feel like some of the deliveries into the box, uh, pulling play, uh, Vancouver players out of position, a lot smarter, and then some of the deliveries into the box were, were excellent. Obviously, you're thinking about the Palacio header in the first half, Chicho getting a header from Brian Ojeda's cross, uh, which is almost carbon copy of the goal against FC Dallas, and uh, yeah, just just a, a lot more clinical um, even though the ball, the, the goals came from the center backs. It just felt like RSL um, picked uh, and chose their moments a lot better.
1: Absolutely. There was there was a um, corner kick in the second half that I was extremely disappointed they played short. And then the next one was the one they put into the box that um, well I've still played short and then played into the box to uh, to ju- Justin Glad to score. I still don't love the short free kicks I, or the corner kicks. It feels pretty pointless like 99% of the time, but when it works... I will, give, I will give them their, uh, their bit of credit there.
0: I want to know who's people's man of the match is. And yes. if it's not uh, Zach McMath after that save oh. on the goal line, uh, then who is it? Obviously, Brian Vera put in a good shift, great goal. Justin Glad looked a lot better. Yes. Um, th- I mean, the entire back line looked a lot more comfortable. Um, but, yes, carry on.
1: I, I do need to say I have previously said on this very show that I think I could beat uh, Brian Oviedo in a foot race. Tonight, he had a fantastic recovery run. I have never seen that man run so fast in my life. It looked like he was going to fall over afterward. But that run made me think, hmm, maybe not.
0: He's played himself into a little bit of form, which is, which yes. is good. I, I'm glad he was taken off because at his age, the injury issues that he's had throughout his career, he's played a lot of soccer recently. And yeah, just, just grateful that he was unharmed and uh, will be ready to go next weekend.
1: We're gonna head out to a break. Hopefully, on the other side, we will have the post-game press conference with Pablo Mastroianni. Maybe Zach McMath, Justin Glad would be nice to hear from as well. Probably have a couple Spanish players as well, since it is Hispanic Heritage Night here at America First Field. Not to send us your tweets at Lars underscore mm, or message me on Instagram. As we said, we want to hear from you. We want to know your man of the match. You're listening to the post-game show on the Arsenal Radio Network. Back to the post-game show, Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren, a 2-1 win at home for Real Salt Lake. Stops the slide a little bit, keeps them in the playoff picture, hops Vancouver, their opponent tonight. A nice uh, six-point swing, as we like to call it. Uh, Pablo Maserini is on the field currently doing an interview with Apple TV, so I'm sure we'll have him here in a few minutes when he wraps that up curious which players will hear from there's a there's a number i uh i would like to have down there i wouldn't i'm not gonna be too picky tonight i think there's a a lot of people for this team who had a pretty solid performances that deserve uh some good recognition from that send us your man of the match yeah always curious to see what those are
0: any other tweets that you've got received right now um
1: i did grab a couple it is also being reported that you have since um Missed for or it was just a coach's decision to rest him, so if we have a if we get more information on that and we are allowed to share it, please believe that we will. Uh, at Scott Strong, at, sorry, Case Scott Strong, uh, another friend of the program, said he's super excited to see Glad get his fifth goal this season. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, he Yefsen Severino was six, Danny Chicho and Justin on five. <laughs> Wild, love it. I mean, uh, Marcelo has three. Two or three. Vera has two. The center backs just uh, were all over the place tonight for RSL. Getting it done. Justin
0: Glad getting a goal in the first game of the season against Vancouver Mm -hmm. as well. So we'll take that from from Jay Glad. Uh, Five minutes later. Oh, sorry. Five minutes earlier than his goal against um, uh, Vancouver at the end of February. But my word, what a time to to score again because RSL obviously been struggling for goals, been leaking goals, and – it feels like a little bit of the rot has stopped <clears throat> against a good vancouver team. Yes, yeah. they, they got hammered against uh, against Houston uh, midweek, but they they've been on the road since what the end of august. I think yeah. six six games on the bounce on the road, a ridiculous amount and they they've got a phenomenal record and they 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 are where they are uh, and rightly so because they they've been really really solid when you look at the conference right now. Western conference um LAFC, Seattle, both on 40 points. Uh, Houston and RSL, both on 43. All for those four teams have played 30 games this season. Vancouver, uh, two points behind Real Salt Lake now, but they do have that game in hand. And then the next one is San Jose playing right now uh, on 40 points, but they play, they're on their 31st game of the season. So RSL could, depending on Sunday's result against LAFC, which is always... <laughs> Any kind of result that RSL get that get with it doesn't involve a loss is going to be a bonus. Yes. Um, and then you're looking at uh, the games against Sporting Kansas City, um, uh, LA Galaxy, and Colorado Rapids really to seal the deal uh, for uh, for playoffs. But if they can continue this and get some results around them, maybe look for a couple of favors, then uh, hopefully RSL could be in those top four spots uh, in the Western Conference when the business end is all over and done with, with the regular season. But getting far too ahead of far ahead of ourselves tonight is is a phenomenal result um because of the lack of results that have happened recently uh, only three points picked up against colorado rapids with losses uh, against houston portland timbers um fc dallas san jose it's been a really rough run but this this gives rsl something to build on now
1: yeah and confidence going into next week which will be a very tough opponent as we said in lafc a sunday game as well so that little extra day um of preparation for man it's just even if lafc is by some miracle in bad form they usually find good form against real salt lake i don't know what it is they just seem to have rsl's number um but Uh, If there's good timing for this win, I think that this is probably it because you cannot go into that game in a slide, in a slump. Um, And it, it just helps... Um, quite a bit with the confidence.
0: Huge win for Kansas City tonight, beating uh, Houston Dynamo 2-1 at Children's. Mercy Park, 10 men for 60 minutes, 55, 60 minutes, getting that uh, all three points, but also helping RSL. That we'll discuss there the uh, Kansas City fan base. Um, When you look at the games that are going on right now, 62nd minute, Portland 2, Colorado Rapids 2, and San Jose in the 66th minute, currently down a goal to nil against Nashville. Again, helping RSL. uh, We'll take that all day long um, as RSL look to put a run together uh, before the end of the season.
1: Another tweet, um, MLS Collectors at Robert Kribe said, much better effort from the midfield and forwards to help on defense tonight. Gomez showed a lot better spark tonight too. Any updates on Jasper? Please take this with a grain of salt because I was I was not looking very hard and paying attention too much. There was an RSL player in... Greg
0: is here.
1: Yes, in a boot. Yes. Um, and I sus- it looked like it could have been jasper but I, no. I i was not looking for it so i'm not super confident in that i would go 50 50 on that greg perlhalter is here because his son plays for vancouver
0: didn't get off didn't the bench.
1: yes um there was speculation that he was here to see diego luna his son plays for vancouver that is that is why greg perlhalter was here nice that diego luna was playing while he was here but that that that's why
0: yeah, maybe uh, Danny Masofsky. Um Just, you know, heard. <laughs> hey, I yeah, <yeah>, scored nine <laughs> goals in the season. That might be an outside <laughs> Excuse chance. <me>. Hello. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Jasper is in a boot as a precaution. Obviously, yeah. uh, tweaking that left ankle, uh, going over on that. Really unfortunate that he had to come off. But, um, yeah, um,
1: it
0: wouldn't surprise me if he is on, in a boot. Uh, and hopefully um, in a week or two that uh, he's available probably lafc a little bit too soon uh because that looked like it was a painful one and when yeah. everybody's twisted their ankle um when you're doing it with all your weight off balance yeah it, it's it's a killer it really hurts so uh hopefully it's not too serious hopefully it's not a high ankle sprain which would obviously mean a bit more time out but uh yeah we'll, 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 as soon as we get uh, any kind of update hopefully with the post game presser Um, then uh, somebody will ask uh, Pablo Mascherini, who is still on the TV with Apple. So we are uh, currently awaiting uh, some more updates. Any more tweets?
1: Not at the moment. Send them in guys at Lars underscore M MM M on Twitter or Instagram. We will head out to another break and hopefully in the meantime, Pablo will wrap up this interview with Apple TV and we'll get him in the post-game press conference. You're listening to the post-game show on the Arsenal radio network.
3: I guess, what did you talk to the guys about in the, at halftime after going down one O that you think maybe might've helped to uh, spur the, the win?
4: Uh, you know, I think it started in the first half really before the game and it was, is getting back to who we are as a group and you know, these 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 last games are our playoff games and you have to have a certain mindset um, and something that we haven't been able to do is overcome deficits on the scoreboard right and, and again that's not tactics that's a mentality and i think we've moved so far away from from the identity of of, of who we are and the team that has led us to this point point. and i think tonight i think jay glad's goal encapsulates everything that this team is, which is you're willing to put your body on the line to get a result. And and I think that's that's the mindset. And, and so now, um, you know, we have s- some tough games left, but if we bring that same mindset, the talent will always shine through. And, and I think that was a key tonight.
3: And I was wondering if you could just give us a little bit of insight into Sava not being uh, with
4: you. Yeah, no, it was a personal situation. He'll be ready to go on Monday.
3: Oh, well, thank you for your time. Congrats on the win. Nice. Um, how's the locker room tonight?
4: Um as, as you can imagine uh elated um obviously exhausted elated um but a lot of guys stepped up tonight uh, the whole group stepped up tonight the guys that stepped in um the guys that, that that didn't get on the field um it was a it was a fantastic environment um to start the game at halftime and now obviously at the end of the game with a result like that but but again going back to what I said earlier it, it's 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 about Graft. It's about mindset. It's about winning second balls. It's about dealing with the, the, you know, the 10 crosses at the end of the game to preserve the lead. And those are dangerous moments and you got to be dialed in. Um, and, and when your body's tired and your mind's telling you, you can't do it. Um, and, and that's what I'm most proud of. And, 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 and again, these games towards the end, um, there's no reprieve. You've got to be willing to, to lose your legs and keep on walking.
3: Um, nine corner kicks tonight for the team. I noticed a portion of them were, were taken short instead of immediately being crossed in. Was that kind of a part of the game plan going into this one?
4: You know, I think, uh, you know, we, we talked about it about a month ago is we we need more variety in our in our set pieces. Um, you know, Luna's uh, fantastic when he goes 1v1 and creates, um, over, you know, he, he creates decisions for the opponents. Um, and that's something that we've been working on I think the guys executed, and and obviously we we want some some long ones too. But the the unpredictability of set pieces, I I think, is an advantage for 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 the attacking team because you know what you're going to do, opponents don't know what we're going to do, and so I think that's going to be really important. And and you know Vera has been on the board the last you know two of the last few games, um, and his ability to 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 be calm over the ball is 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 uncanny.
3: Um, You talked about the importance of these, these upcoming games. Um, How, how do you plan on helping the team carry this momentum into the next game?
4: Well, I think it starts in the way we train and and the standards that we set. You know, like I said, we've gotten away from it. And in particular, I've gotten away from it. Um, And um, that's, that's a standard that we have to maintain every single day. And that's, that's the only way. There's no, there's no secret sauce to this whole thing is the way you you train is the way you play. You can't, there's no such thing as turning it on. The body doesn't know how to turn it on. The brain doesn't know how to turn it on. And so our sessions need to be more intense. We got to be more dialed in. We got to be more accountable to each other. Um, like we were tonight.
3: Lastly, for me, maybe something that's not necessarily on the front of your mind, but um, it was an amazing free kick from Brian Vera tonight. Do you think that when Paulo Ruiz comes back, that there's going to be a legitimate competition for who's taking those yeah. free kicks?
4: So listen, he's scored two fantastic goals. Um, and again, the way we talk about it on the set pieces is who feels real confident on the, over the ball. And so, um, you know, there's definitely made a case for himself. Yep.
2: Congratulations on the win tonight. Four games left, three on the road. Uh, you're heading down the stretch to the playoffs. What concerns you the most about how your team is playing? Last three games have been a tale of two halves. How are you going to put uh, two games together? And it looked like Vancouver had plenty of opportunities to get in the game at the end. Does your defense worry you? What do you need to pick up? Yeah,
4: time? obviously, we've got to tighten some things up on both sides. I, I think managing the game in those moments is, is something that we haven't touched on in, in a few weeks. You know, I think when they're serving crosses in the box, the positioning of our, our of our central midfielders, um, especially when they're overloading the back post, it, the communication in those moments, we'll go back and look at that. Also, managing the game from an attacking perspective. I, I, listen, there's probably one great counter where I think we could have bagged a third goal. Um, but the other ones, we have to find times to take the sting out of the game. And we kept going forward and, 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 and making some interesting decisions that then – caught us going the other way. And, and so um, those are, those are going to de- definitely be important, especially going on the road. But what, what worries me is it's not our opponents. It's us, right? It's our mindset. And we've been great on the road this year. And the reason why we've been really good on the road has been because of that type of effort, of never quit, work hard for each other, and all these cl- cliches in sports. But that's what it takes in this league to have any chance – of making a run in the playoffs and getting it, to the playoffs.
2: It did look like a different team uh, Wednesday. Kind of hung their heads, and uh, Dallas took it to you. But the second half was a great second half. How's Jasper? What's the diagnosis there?
4: Um, yeah, Jasper's got uh, an ankle sprain. Uh, uh, you know, we'll obviously they're gonna the medical staff will evaluate him in the next coming days. Um, obviously, an unfortunate time to, to get a knock as. As we try to clamp down here, um, but, but again, I think, you know, Ojeda was ready to step in and, and did a fantastic job. All right,
3: will move to Spanish.
5: Pablo, felicidades por el triunfo. ¿Qué rescatas de esta alineación de dos jóvenes juntos por las bandas, tanto Luna como eh, Gómez? ¿Hicieron lo que tú creías que debían hacer, han resultado? Sí, yo creo que los dos jugaron bastante bien. Eh,
4: especialmente con, contra este equipo quería, queríamos encontrar las bandas porque juegan con tres atrás y con Andrés especialmente encontrando los pasos por, por, por atrás y eh, cambiaron la formación en el entre, en, 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 entre tiempo. Fueron con cuatro atrás y yo creo que eso es un... un eso fue de, del trabajo que, que hizo el equipo pero más el, el Andrés siempre picando los pasos por atrás y yo creo que le dio mucha duda al equipo, a a los rivales pero yo creo que mira, en en, en el fútbol no hay edad, o sea, hay experiencia y y hay jugadores que les falta experiencia, pero esto esto, esta noche jugaron con mucha experiencia jugaron para el equipo,
5: jugaron para el triunfo ¿Cómo vives el momento que acaba el partido y luego te dicen puede haber penal? No, No lo podía
4: creer no lo puede creer, el, el balón le pegó al verra en el estómago, le mostró al, al árbitro donde lo pegó, y pero para mí lo más importante es que tenía la mentalidad que iba a poner el cuerpo enfrente del, de, de, del tiro, y yo creo que ese fue la mentalidad del grupo hoy día, jugando uno por el otro, jugando para ganar el partido y sacrificando el cuerpo.
5: Gracias. Um, preguntarte un poco eh, El día, bueno hoy sabemos que no está Pablo Ruiz y en mi opinión y en la de muchos compañeros, el segundo mejor mediocampista es Bryan Ojeda eh, ¿Por qué no inicia Ojeda hoy de titular?
4: Eh, porque ya viene jugando dos partidos de 90 minutos
5: y es un riesgo que, que
4: no queríamos tomar, o sea yo creo que el Jasper eh hace tiempo que está esperando la oportunidad y si y si podemos darle un poco de de, de como decirse un poco de descanso eh, es muy favorable para, para el equipo pero fíjate como es la vida en 20 y no sé cuántos minutos tuvo que entrar no fue nada táctica no fue nada de, de nada más que he jugado 90 90 y es un jugador muy clave para este equipo y si queremos ir para adelante no podemos perder el, el Brian
5: Ojeda eh, El juego de hoy fue un poco un déjà vu de lo que ocurrió en la primera la primer semana. Empezó ganando en el primer tiempo Vancouver y se le dio la vuelta en el segundo tiempo. Eh, no sé si recordabas esto al menos. Eh, yo me acordé porque Eh, fue una situación similar, igual Glad metió gol en el, ese primer encuentro ante Vancouver. Eh, ¿De qué hablaste con ellos en el entretiempo para poder eh, revertir la situación? Porque no era un tema del que si iban perdiendo no, sino que el equipo venía de cargar resultados negativos en las últimas jornadas.
4: Sí, no, yo creo que Vancouver eh, es un buen equipo, están en buena forma, eh, han ganado mucho de visitante y sabemos que iba a ser un partido muy, muy difícil. En el entretiempo le dije, mira, estamos haciendo las cosas bien, hay que seguir, pero hay que sacrificar más para, para, para encontrar el resultado. Y para mí, eh, marcar tan temprano en el segundo tiempo nos no dio mucha creencia y, y, y jugaron con, con esas confianzas que es necesario para sacar el segundo gol.
5: Sí, y, y también un poco con respecto a... A ese buen momento que el equipo vive por lapsos del partido. Eh, no es la primera vez en la temporada que ocurre. El equipo empieza jugando bien el, en el primer tiempo, pero cae la anotación. Es ahí donde eh, muchas veces tanto los jugadores como los mismos fans llegan a derrumbarse. ¿Qué haces tú estando en el banco para poder darle ese cambio de cara al. No, jugadores? yo creo que
4: es el fútbol, ¿no? Porque tuvimos dos o tres uh, oportunidades en el primer tiempo. Y si estaba más claro con los chances, estamos ganando 1 a 0. Eh, pero para mí, eh, eh, es como, eh, son momentos en el partido que tenemos que manejar un poco mejor. Eh, porque llegaron una vez, dos veces, y con un tiro un tiro de esquina, lo marcaban gol. O sea, son difícil a veces marcar, pero yo creo que con un poco más concentración y también... Siendo, uh, creando más chances claro in en frente del rival y marcando el primer goal. Yo creo que va a ser necesario para para para, para seguir in esta forma. All right, esta Thanks guys.
1: Head coach Pablo Masrani feeling positive. Uh, did confirm that there was a sprain for Jasper Lawson. We'll toss it back down for Justin Glad.
3: Uh, how's your face?
2: Yeah, it, it's throb- the nose is throbbing a little bit, but we'll be good. It's uh, worth it for the three points?
3: What exactly happened on that goal? Could you just kind of walk us through it and, and what you were experiencing, I guess?
2: Yeah. Um, no, I just saw it coming in, and I thought there was a window there. Um, and I, I got to the ball first, and then, yeah, I just got hit in the nose, I guess. I uh, didn't see that one coming, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll trade that. We'll trade a goal uh, for a bloody you nose know, any day.
3: Not broken though. Not exactly. broken. Okay. All good. Sweet. And then I believe that was your fifth goal in the season. You mentioned to some of us before the season you wanted to score five goals this season. How did it feel? And do you feel like uh, I don't know that is, is that is this like a special season for you now that you you were able to get the five?
2: Uh, uh yeah. It's it's good, but it's also there's there's always there's always more to strive for. Um, I think it's been a, a season of, of ups and downs so far, so I'm just trying to stay focused on, on what's ahead and, and keep going forward and, and, you know, keep having the team in a good spot for, for playoffs.
3: Justin, congrats on the win. Um, there were a lot of opportunities in this game, especially near the end uh, where Vancouver was was coming down the field, uh, trying to get a goal to tie things up. Um, can you just describe how intense and, and how how much, I guess, difficulty there was in trying to defend them and, uh, and stopping them from getting that goal.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the, the whole team knew what, what we had to do. I think we were all you know, com- committed to, at least in the last 10, getting behind the ball and making it difficult on them, um, and everyone putting their body on the line. I think Vera took one off the side. Um, you know, Everyone was out there just battling, knowing that it was, it was that last 10, 15 minutes, we were kind of under it. Um, but I'm just proud of the group, proud of the three points, and, and we're ready for next game.
3: Um, at this point, goals allowed in, I believe it's seven of the last eight games in all competitions. Uh, what is it that the team and, and you specifically and, and the guys defending the ball can do um, leading into to the next couple of games to get clean sheets?
2: Yeah, uh, we definitely have to, to pick it up a notch, turn it up a notch um, with, the, with the intensity, the communication and just making sure we're solid back there. Um, I think that was part of our DNA. And, and we got to get back to that with keeping clean sheets. Hey, Justin. Glad you got your
3: nose back. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, how is your communication with Vera? Are you guys getting along pretty well? In,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's, he's an excellent player. Um, and and there, there is obviously a little bit of a communication barrier. <clears throat> um, but we've worked through that. And, and we're, you know, we're, we're on the same page. And we're just trying to keep it going, going forward. Awesome. And you've had five goals. Congrats. Thank you. I haven't seen five dances though. I'm a little upset. Yeah. I was, I wanted to hit it. This last one, I was a little preoccupied. <laughs> man, okay. but yeah. Good
3: job, man. Thank you.
2: Appreciate it.
1: Anything else for Justin? All
2: right.
3: Thanks
1: man. Appreciate y'all. Justin glad five goals on the season. He did. He did mention earlier in the season after his first couple that a goal of his was to hit five. Um, uh, proud of him for hitting that. I think it's incredible for a center back, especially for Real Salt Lake, to have that many goals. Um, he'll be disappointed over the last couple of weeks of performances, but good mm-hmm. way for him to bounce back. I thought it was a pretty solid performance. I did go back to watch Vancouver's goal, and it was it was his man. Um, a little blocked
3: go- off by did a lot did a percent. great
1: job of oh, losing yeah. him. Um, And he was definitely blocked. Um, It it was, it honestly was just a very, very good run um, to get away from his man, from Ryan Gold, but yeah. Justin Justin made up for it got that second goal got three points for real so like any comments on the press conference spence
0: no no just delighted for, for that that it's not more sinister or more serious for uh justin glad the last thing that we need is a broken nose <laughs> and playing in a face mask if he's allowed to play uh but yeah delighted for him um delighted that he gets the winner um and uh Unfortunately, he yeah, had that nosebleed because I am waiting for the little little dance yeah, on the field. So it's a delightful uh, celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, most important, blood, sweat, and tears, three points, and that's all he'll care about more than the, the five goals he scored this season.
1: We're going to head out to a break. On the other side, we will take a look around the league, see what's happened, take a look at the table in the Western Conference, where Real Salt Lake now sits and preview LAFC next Sunday. You're listening to the Post Game Show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the post-game show. Lauren Beck, Spence Warren. Final segment. Wrapping up tonight's win. Taking a look around the league, previewing next Sunday's game for Real Salt Lake. Where do you want to start, Spence?
0: Let's start with the scores. All right. Let's well, We can we can stop at Philadelphia and LAFC, seeing as they're, uh, well, LAFC's the RSL's next opponent. But
1: Yeah. Uh, 4-1 win for Atlanta at home against Montreal. 3-0 win for Cincinnati at home against Charlotte. DC United... We discussed this a little bit. Yeah. They, they lost 5-3 to three at home against New York Red Bull. A uh, hat trick for Christian Benteke. <laughs> he did I his did, job. I did
0: my job, Christian Benteke. <laughs> he did
1: his job. Chicago and New England played to a 2-2 draw. 1-1 between Dallas and Columbus. As you said uh, in the last segment, a 2-1 win for Kansas City against Houston. Impressive on their part. St. Louis beat Minnesota on the road 2-1. to Your boy, Jarreau Klaus, had a thumping header in that game. Came back from that injury, uh, and just picked up right where he left off. RSL obviously winning against Vancouver two to one late between Portland and Orlando. The Timbers are up three to two. What did I say, Orlando? That was Colorado, some, yeah. that was some real dyslexia right there. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Colorado uh, three to two for the Timbers with just a few minutes left in that one, and one one between San Jose and Nashville late in that one as well. Tomorrow, we'll have NYCFC and Toronto, Orlando for real, uh, against Miami and Austin and LA Galaxy facing off. As you said, nil-nil between LAFC and the Philadelphia Union. That, in and of itself, is not too surprising. The thing that's very surprising for me here is that Philadelphia had four shots, none on goal. LAFC had two shots, none on goal. You go back to LAFC's Wednesday results, nil-nil against St. Louis, they had 14 shots, much better, but only two of those on target in that draw. I can't decide if this makes fingers me nervous. Crossed, or fingers crossed <laughs> they carry on that trend. <laughs> like this, t- I want this to give me hope for next Sunday, but it it's does not. It's
0: the hope that kills you.
1: It is the hope that kills you. It's also LAFC that kills you. Yes. Um, it feels like even when they've been in a bad run of form, they they find it again against RSL. Um do you want to go on to LAFC at this moment, or do you want to look at the standings?
0: <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about LAFC. Okay. And when we talk about the, the last two games. Uh, two points. Not the worst, because they've played St. Louis and they've played Philadelphia Union, who are phenomenal in, the, in their own right. Um, but it is, RSL will take a little bit of heart because of tonight's performance. It's a building block, let's put it that way. Mm. Um, goals coming from the center backs. Th- Things looked a little bit sharper, but it's a huge step up playing against uh, an LAFC team. few changes they you know uh Buonga coming on at half time, mm-hmm. um obviously just saving his legs probably for rsl uh but, <laughs> but you know you've got the likes of ryan hollings head who was who just one of those fullbacks that just gets up and down he's so solid well he and wasn't
1: always a defender either he was no, a forward <laughs>
0: right and but he's been such a, a phenomenal outside back uh can play on either side is comfortable Is chipped in with a few goals Um, you know, Aaron Long's back there, you know, just a a great uh, defender, centre-back in his own right, Uh, Murillo's back there as well, but then you look at the likes of Kellen Acosta, you look at uh, Tim Tillman, um, and then obviously the the options that they do have up front as well, Buick coming off at half-time for um, Buanga, um, who in his own right is, you know, one of the the hottest uh, forwards Carlos Vela didn't come off the bench at all um you know you expect him to be in and around as well um and, and RSL you know uh, have got um a, a a massive game coming up particularly after that Leagues Cup thumping they got where uh, Paulo Ruiz goes down with that uh, season-ending knee injury
1: since Leagues Cup just two wins for LAFC they obviously lost in the next round of League's Cup to Monterey three to two. Coming out of that, they beat LA, uh, excuse me, Colorado, four to zero. Lost the next two game, three games, excuse me. Beat LA Galaxy four to two, and then have had the two nil nil draws. So it is a bit of a slump and hard time for LA Galaxy at the moment.
0: Yeah, it was LAFC, and they've had LAFC. an issue because. They obviously had that long Champions League run as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, And, and, you know, it's a condensed schedule. I know everybody's had to go through it, but we saw Seattle last season winning the Champions League and then really struggling to find any momentum uh, in Major League Soccer. So they've done better than than what I expected. Um, But at the same time, you still... You know uh align l a f c since they 've come into the league to be you know killers of, of a lot of teams, but they 're there or thereabouts you know they 're still uh, joint second, I believe in the western conference uh, and as far as i 'm concerned it 's job done, making sure that they 're given the rest of players i mean you look like Ilya sanchez uh, eric dueñas Ordaz, vela um, uh, didn 't come off the bench tonight um, and then buanga get, just gets forty five minutes comes on at half time. Um, they're they're giving their players, their big game players, enough rest, uh, which, which sucks as well for for RSL fans. But again, it's it's records to be broken, and uh, it's it's a it's a new run for Real Salt Lake. And you know, if they get a point uh, on the road next Sunday, uh, I'm sure the entire fan base um, will be delighted, if, even if it means uh, just two shots. Um, uh, to, to four shots uh, <laughs> like to, uh, Philadelphia yep. Union and LAFC tonight.
1: Look, it can be fully just like the playoff road game against Seattle in 2021 yep, we'll take that. where we won in PKs after no shots through 120 minutes. 11 men minutes. behind the ball. I don't Hilarious. care. Hilarious. Uh, I don't care. No, <laughs> truly I don't either. Uh, Bowango with 14 goals and six assists on the season uh, in in Major League Soccer, Carlos Vela with nine goals and ten assists. Those two just absolutely phenomenal players. Um, it's wild to me that Chicho had a spot on this team last year and how good they they were last year. Before we finish, we'll take a look at the table. In the Eastern Conference, you have six spots clinched for the playoffs. Uh, Atlanta and New England added to that list. So Cincinnati, Orlando, Columbus, Philadelphia, Atlanta, New England, all with playoff spots guaranteed. Nashville in seventh place, Montreal in eighth, and DC United in ninth. In the Western Conference, St. Louis is the only team to have clinched a playoff spot. They sit in first place with 53 points. LAFC 45 points, as well as Seattle in third Houston and Real Salt Lake sitting on 43 points apiece. Portland currently sitting in sixth place with 42 points. Vancouver with 41. San Jose with 41. And Dallas with 39. Any final thoughts for the night, Spence?
0: Just a a really... A great comeback performance from RSL. Not perfect by any stretch, uh, but they responded to going a goal down. Um, they, they created some good chances, and the second half was a really uh, powerful 45 minutes. A collective, a team performance. Obviously, gave up a couple of big, big chances towards the end, but got lucky there. And, uh, you know, sometimes you need that little rub of the green uh, to, to get up the table. And, and moving on to 43 points, stopping the rot here at America First Field was absolutely vital.
1: We will catch you. you. guys next Sunday, October 1st, a 6 p.m. kick, 5 o'clock pregame here on the RSL Radio Network. Myself and Spencer Warren will be your hosts for that match. Please join us. Have a safe weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this coverage of Real Salt Lake on the RSL Radio Network.